is uh, DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith. I'm your Bible teacher. And it is Tuesday morning, and <laughs> I could be wrong. I could be mistaken, but I think it's July the 13th. Now, <laughs> if it's not right, I'll overlook that. I'm retired, and, you know, dates just kind of blend in, go in, and you forget what day of the week is. Uh, you forget what the date is. You remember uh, so far, I've remembered the days of the week when Sunday's in here. I've gone to church. <laughs> here, I've gone to church. <clears throat> and other days, I've just lived life. Retirement is different. For those who haven't done it yet, you'll see what I'm talking about. For those who are doing it, you know what I'm talking about. But we are glad that you're here. We didn't, um, we didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't have this podcast talk about retirement, but I found myself getting the date, and I had planned on that. And I should have looked it up. But anyway, I do know it's Tuesday morning. At least I'm about 90% sure it's Tuesday morning. And listen, it's another one of those mornings where um, your heart's heavy and you rejoice for someone who is, uh, you know, people have gotten their wings. No, they have stood in the presence of Christ and they have been they have been healed and, and everything's well. Uh, they've gone to be with the Lord. And uh, so we rejoice with them and for them. We pray for their family and, uh, well, I, you know, someone told me you live long enough. Uh, you see, like you go to doctors and funerals more than anything else. <laughs> and, whew, I think I'm getting close to that point. But we are glad that you are here. Now, let me give you a reference. Second Corinthians chapter 11. Second Corinthians chapter 11. Go back and read that whole chapter. I've spent some time this morning thinking, how in the world do I, <laughs> do I read that whole chapter? I have to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not wearing a mask today, but in what I do in my part-time job as a chaplain, I wear a mask a lot, and I, I read scripture. And I tell you that, that mask wearing is getting harder and harder to read with the mask on, and it's kind of uh, taking my breath away. <laughs> I don't quite have the air in my lungs for some reason that I used to have. And, and so what I decided to do, uh, because really the whole chapter needs to be read, if you will read today, or if you'll read as soon as you can, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, you say, how do you spell that? Well, here you go. You put a 2, an N-D, C-O-R period, a 1-1, one, one, and you've got it. <laughs> read the whole thing. Well, I, I want to uh, give you a disclaimer as we start. I am not a hockey fan. Don't call me with hockey questions. Don't write and tell me hockey stories. But I listened this morning to the story uh, or someone talking about the story of what happened, I guess, yesterday, day before, even recently with the Stanley Cup. Now, I'm not uh, a hockey fan, but like most people, I've heard of the Cup. Uh, I've seen I've seen pictures of the Cup on TV. I've seen people uh, <laughs> do all kinds of crazy things with it. And uh, apparently, and I think this is right, and uh, for you hockey fans out there, you can correct me, and I'll come back and say, well, I kind of missed it. But if I understand right, each person – of the winning team for the year that they win the championship gets a, a certain amount of designated time with the cup and they can do whatever they want with it or, or, or take part in whatever activity. And, Oh, I don't know. I don't know in today's world that may have to eventually change. Who knows, you know, with so many things to worry about, but apparently they still do that. Well, Tampa Bay apparently won. And, and I'm just going by the story I heard this morning. So if Tampa Bay didn't win, they just, <laughs> Let's take the moral of the story, because I'll be honest with you, I've not read one article or heard one news report about uh, who won the cup till this morning. But anyway, 
uh, I digress. Uh, they were talking about what happened. And apparently, uh, somebody had the cup when it was their turn. And they, well, they dented it. They dinged it. They bashed it. Something happened. And I, and the guy that was talking about it, I heard this morning, he didn't know. Uh, he didn't say what happened. But he began to talk about how people get the cup, spend time with it. And it gets stinged. It gets bent. It gets all these kind of things in it. And, and you know, kind of a long, drawn-out thing he talked about. And he says, I'm sure... They have maybe a replacement one that they give to people for a while as they take the original one and, and you know, replace it and fix it up, good to do. And uh, he went on about that. And I thought, oh, my gosh, what a what an illustration of what God does in our life. Yes, life is difficult. Life is hard. And, yes, we get our dings and dents and all kinds of things happen, you know, through the power of Christ. Uh, uh, through the through the power of God, through the presence of God, the peace of God. And I can go all day and talk about God, talk about Christ, what they do. And yes, he and the Father are one. And so when you talk about one, you talk about the other. And But through those things, we are made whole. And while we get the dings and the dents of life, I am so thankful and I am so glad that we are made whole. The reason I am asking you to read 2 Corinthians chapter 11 is Paul talks about some difficulties. He makes it very clear that this is the man that it was the, uh, you know, the apostle to the Gentiles. He wrote uh, a number of letters uh, in, in, that we have in our in our Bible. Uh, I, 14 comes to mind, but I didn't double check that this morning. So I'm just throwing that out uh, to you. Could be wrong. Uh, you know, <laughs> I got a lot of facts in my brain. But I can't always access them like I want to. Uh, there's a commercial. I have no clue what they're advertising. Uh, but they take this guy uh, supposedly to the back of his brain where he finds all this stuff. <laughs> they didn't know it was there anymore. Well, I always feel like uh, they're talking about me. I got all this stuff back there and I can't find it. So I have memory somewhere of what I mean letters Paul wrote. It's back there. And if I pulled out the wrong memory, maybe it's 14 something else. Somebody else did something. But anyway, I think it's that big letters. But the point is, he's wrote a number uh, of the New Testament letters, more than anybody else wrote. And in those letters, he talked about his life. He was very open. Uh, you know, sometimes we just have to learn from experience. And even private people who preach God's word or, or teach God's word, share their stories and everything, they, they talk about their experiences. Sometimes I am amazed. And uh, oh, let's see, I can say this. I'm amazed at things I say in a sermon about uh, things I've gone through or experienced or seen or, or, or whatever. <laughs> I would never say in private conversation. It's just no way when you're talking about the power of God, the presence of God, the deliverance of God. And once again, I can go on and on and on and on and on uh, with the descriptions and the, you know, all that. But once you when you're talking about that, uh, the truth is that you wind up revealing things about yourself because God has worked in your life and done things uh, that you're thankful for, you're blessed by, you're amazed by. And, and so you share those and, and you do so automatically. I'll never forget years ago, and I'm digressing again for those who are, are uh, you know, keeping track. This is digress number two, <laughs> chase rabbit number two. I'll never forget a number of years ago after a, a sermon, uh, I went home and boy, I just was not happy with myself. I just wasn't. And Kat said, what's wrong with you? And I said, well, I told a couple things this morning. I had no plan. I didn't want to tell. I didn't, it didn't have nothing to do with the sermon. And she just kind of smiled. And she, you know, Kathy is one of the brightest people I've ever met. Love her. I love her more than I could ever say. And she looked at me and said, you always do that. <laughs> and I thought, oh, thank you very much. And then I said, thought to myself, she's right. Well, 
I try to watch it. But truth is, as Paul revealed, when you talk about what God has done in your life, sometimes you reveal things about your life. And Paul revealed that he had difficult times, and there are difficult times that are happening in life. We could, if we wanted to this morning, just talk about the difficulties Paul faced. And, and they would be familiar to many of us in, in things he mentioned in 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, how, how, you know, how he suffered for the name of the cause of Christ and all these things. And we could, and no one would be interested, talk about many things that I've gone through and I've experienced and people wouldn't care. Or we could get back to the point that I wanted to make this morning. We live our life and sometimes we get, you know, dings and dents and uh, sometimes all those things happen. But through the power of Christ, through the blood of Jesus, uh, through the mercy of God, through the grace of God, uh, we are restored, refinished, renewed. Behold, uh, when we are in Christ, all things become new, old things pass away. That's also from uh, the pen of Paul in 2 Corinthians. Uh, you can go back and read that. But I want you to read 2 Corinthians chapter 11. But anyway, as I was thinking this morning before uh, before I listened to the story about, you know, the Stanley Cup, I was thinking about difficult days, hard things, and, and what we should do with those things. But then I then as I listened to uh, this guy tell the story about, the, you know, the, Lord, the, the Stanley Cup, and, uh, you know, the hockey and all that. And I thought, oh, gosh, there's a spiritual lesson. And I began to listen with my spiritual ears, and I realized that what God was reminding me of this morning was the fact that he restores our lives, number one. God restores, okay? Now, I know you're thinking, oh, I've done this, I've done that, I've been here, I've been, all these things. Uh, but when God restores our lives, no matter what happened, uh, God restores them. Uh, and I look, I know there's a world, look, we live in a mad world today, and I've discovered, and I see them on my Facebook news feed from time to time. I know right now there's a world of bad preachers who are condemning this group and that group and, and their presentation of the gospel because they have the only presentation that's real. And I, I'm not getting any of that. Uh, Jesus Christ gave the world to save sinners whom I'm chief. Well, Paul said, uh, Jesus himself said he came, he came to seek and save the lost. And that's what I care about. Uh, I, I don't care about being mad at this group or that group. I hate it when they get, their, get the, the, the truth of God wrong. I hate it when they misapply it and, uh, I try to correct it when I can, but uh, listen, grace has taught me not to be mad at groups and people uh, who claim to be preaching the word. Let God take care of that. I just need to take care of my business. I'm going to do what I can. And, and so this morning, I want to remind you that God is the, the, in the restoration business. And yes, after uh, I had some notes, I was going to share with you about things we should do and ought to do and all that. But after thinking about my friend who's gone on to heaven today and and by the way, I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> He's sick no more. <laughs> he is sick no more because God has restored him. God restores our life. God restores our joy. Uh, I, I, You know, God is just in the restoration business. I could I could go on and talk all day and tell you about people I know and people I've come across and people I've heard talk and people I've heard share their stories. I could tell you about people who've preached to uh, 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 in crowds I was in and all these other things. But the bottom line is, God restores. Now, when God restores a life, he provides the ability to refinish a life. In other words, a lot of people get to a point in their life, they think they're kind of done. They think they're kind of finished. You know, uh, I've done this and it was wrong. I've done this. It didn't work out and all these other things. But as God is a restorer, he is also a refinisher. He's, oh, wait a minute. You can't, you, once life is, a, no, no, that's what I'm talking about. But you don't have to be marked by what you did. Now, listen, I wish you could be like the guy that I met in the seminary who got saved at the age of, I think he said five. 
oh my gosh, you know, and people just oh, couldn't believe that in class. But he told his story of what he believed, what he understood. Uh, I've been blessed as a pastor to have uh, uh, some young children uh, profess their faith. Uh, we had one recently beautiful young girl uh, just profess her faith and uh, followed in believers' baptism. What a joy it was to baptize her. And, and I, I always see, could I see one that young? Oh, my gosh, if I could have gotten saved that young. But I didn't. But when I did get saved, God gave me the ability to add a refinishing to my life. And, and those things that were in the past are in the past. And, and, and listen, uh, I've, I've lived beyond the past where people uh, try to remind me what I did uh, for a lot of reasons. Maybe I've outlived them. I don't know. But I realize that God has had, had the ability to refinish. Now, I know it's not a, a perfect illustration. Nothing in the world is perfect. But I'll tell you, I'll match the work that God does in life to anything man has ever done. I will. Because God restores and he refinishes. And the beauty that is found in a life that has been restored and refinished, oh, it's, and it's, it, well, it's beyond words. Uh, there's a song, How Beautiful. And no, don't panic, don't worry, don't turn it off. I'm not about to sing it. Uh, but it is talking about the beauty of Christ. And I think about it right now, and I think about how beautiful the work of God in the life, in the soul, in the spirit. My friend, who worked with God a long time, uh, who was a leader in the church a long time, and uh, in so many areas, in so many places, just because of the kind of man he was, uh, he'd become a leader. And I think about how God has, you know, restored him, refinished him in in so many decades, he just walked with God. He will always be remembered uh, for a lot of things. But in my mind, he will always be remembered for that guy that God used in church leadership and used in so many roles in my life. And, and I'll never I'll never trade the, the first time he told me he loved me uh, or the last time he told me he loved me. And, well, that was unlike him. And, and so I got that from him, and we appreciate that so much. And I think that was part of that refinishing work. My own father never really used that word very much. To Kathy came in the family, and, and I just, uh, <laughs> I tell you the truth, I'll never forget. Uh, Kathy would kiss him on the cheek and say, I love you, Ray Smith. And, and he would a lot of times just sit there, but one day he said, I love you too. And I'll never forget that. And, and it began a time where he, we could hear our dad say he loved us. And uh, what, a, what a difference that's, that made to me even all these years later. So God is a refinisher. My dad had a tough life, and yet God did a work in his life and refinished that, and we saw some wonderful things there in, in that respect. So God restores, and God refinishes, and God reapplies. Sometimes what happens is, um, you know, we just, we fall away. We 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 falter. We, well, sometimes we do like the prodigal son, and we find ourselves in the muck and the mire of life. And we look more like the world than, well, we look more like the world than we ever dreamed we would again. But God reapplies that that cleansing and that, that you know, soul delivery, that soul healing salve of the blood of Christ. And suddenly it is, well, suddenly God does such work that our sins, you know, to him aren't visible anymore. Oh, I know the world doesn't forget. Listen, I... I got people in high school, if you run into them, they still <laughs> tell you things. Because uh, the world doesn't forget. But the world doesn't matter. Christ does. And so when he reapplies, and he restores, or he renews, he does all these things. But life's different. Life, life has 
a person is able to be what God wants them to be. Yeah, like the Stanley Cup, we get dings and bends, and at times we get crushed. Oh, but God does a great work in our life. Another thing God does, we're going to move on and we're going to stop counting because, <clears throat> to be honest, I've lost my count. I've gotten kind of carried away there a moment in the thought of the of the grace and the mercy and, and the power of God. But God reshines. Uh, uh, listen, I've known people who have fallen, uh, who had who had done great work for God and then well, messed up, okay? They just messed up. They, they, they fell. They got back into the world. Uh, and they did for a while follow the call of the world instead of the call of the Lord. But God never stopped revealing with them. By the way, uh, Romans 11, 29 says, it gives them the calling to God are without repentance or irrevocable, depending on the translation. In other words, when God calls, he continues to call. And and so uh, this this person, when he, when he came back, oh, God, he was just, I mean, gosh, he was just as, he shined just as bright as he ever did. Oh, I don't think he ever got the acclaim like he did, you know, earlier in his life. I don't I don't think he ever got the notice he did as he did earlier in his life. Uh, but I got to hear him preach in the latter part. And, oh, my gosh, what a... <laughs> oh, what a story he had of the marvelous grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, oh by the way, there's another thing God does, and that's re-energizes. Uh, a lot of times we forget that God re-energizes us and, and he places us in the, uh, in, the, in the ability where we can do things beyond our years at times. And uh, simply as a testimony to him years ago, and it's been a long time now, and he was approaching a hundred. I don't think he was he wasn't quite a hundred, but he was he well in his nineties. And I re, I remember him talking about uh, that you know Lord you know uh, the Lord will. He was looking forward to seeing a hundred. But we got to hear Kathy and I did got to hear Dr. W. A. Chriswell, long time long time pastor of First Baptist Church of Dallas, and he was one of the old time preachers in this country that well that stood for God and preached the word. And, you know, did all kinds of things. Well, I got to hear him in a conference. And this man, a lot of people thought, golly, how is he going to um, preach to all these pastors and, and to this church being that age? You know, he's got to be a little this, got to be a little that. Well, buddy, I'm going to tell you something. I don't think they helped him to the pulpit, but it was a long walk, and although it was a short distance. And it seemed to be different. But he put his hands on that Bible. And he opened up that word, and I'm telling you, for the next 30 minutes, you would have thought you were hearing a 30-year-old man bring the word of God. Because God re-energized him that day, that moment, that place. Well, he blessed our hearts. Listen, maybe maybe some other time I'll get to talk to you about what I had written down. Maybe maybe another day I'll get to tell you uh, about suffering and what we need to focus on the way suffering. Because that's really what I wanted to talk about. Uh, but for whatever reason, and maybe it's for you, God gave me the other side of that. The side that says, well, yeah, there may be times we suffer and it's difficult. All but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ our Lord. As soon as my friend who's on my mind and my heart, his family this morning, God bless you. We're praying for you. And for the example of that cup and to that radio personality I've never met and probably never will and really have no reason to. He's not a hero of mine or anything. I listen to him sometimes on the radio, but to that guy and for what he said, 
Thank you for the illustration. Thank you for reminding me or getting me to listen to God this morning. And I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope that you've learned something. And if you say, well, what is the thought for the day, Brother Danny? That's your that's your thing. What is your thought for the day? Oh, my, my thought for the day is simply this. No matter how far we've fallen, no matter how deep we have sunk, our God can pull us up. And he can, he can take out the dings and the dents and even the crushes of life and make us whole again. And he can reshine us and re-energize us. But most of all, he can continue to use us because he is, by the way, a great and awesome God. God bless you, by the way. This is, has been a DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word podcast. We're so glad that you tuned in today. You can contact us at dspreacherman, gmail.com, dspreacherman, gmail.com. And listen, all you got to remember about that, uh, it's all over case. It's Danny Smith, DS, preacherman, at gmail.com, uh, in all lower case. Or you can look us up on the Facebook, uh, DK Ministry. Send us a message. Let us know what you thought of the podcast, think of the podcast in general, uh, or what you thought of today's in particular. We appreciate that. Uh, pray uh, for not only my friend's family, uh, pray for others who are suffering and, and have grief today. And, and rejoice for those that you know who have been made whole again in the presence of God. God bless you. We love you. You're praying for you. And listen, continue to pray for us. Uh, there's some changes coming, and we'll be telling you some more about those in the days to come. Uh, but we're going to enter another new phase. <laughs> Retirement sometimes is about changes. We'll be talking about that in the days to come. But in the meanwhile, just keep praying. Ask God to give us direction and, and show us that, no, 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 we're not about to stop the podcast. <laughs> Those who were thinking, oh, we finally understood. No, 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 we're not about to stop the podcast. Anyway, we love you. We're praying for you. Let us hear from you. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. Don't forget, homework assignment. Read 2 Corinthians chapter 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. And by the way. If you are one of those whom God has redeemed, restored, refinished, revitalized, re-energized, reapplied, whatever he has done in your life, why don't you take time and thank him today? God bless you. We'll see you next time.